Millennia ago, from the little cave on the tiny island of Patmos in the Aegean Sea, the heavens opened. Since then, the world has been fascinated by the cosmic upheaval brewing on the horizon of history. The upheaval is now upon us. It is within us. To some degree, it always has been. But there has been a sudden and violent shift in the affairs of the world. The winds have changed. Heaven will not be silent. Let's now join Father Anthony Bush, pastor of St. Stanislaus Koska, the Sanctuary of the Divine Mercy in Chicago, and author of A Mother's Plea, For the Winds Have Changed. Together we can pave the way for a hopeful response to the signs of our times. Good afternoon, listeners. This is Loretta Freilich, and as I'm usually with my co-host, Mary Fiorito, she is off today. But we are here and we are talking revival. It is going to be our pleasure today to welcome Nancy Majera. But first, we just want to remind you guys, we want to pray for Bishop Alvarado from Nicaragua, who is currently being held in prison for his for tw- the next 27 years for failure to leave the country because he disagrees with the way President Daniel Ortega treats his people. And so we want to pray for the conversion of President Ortega's heart, but we also pray as uh, Bishop uh, Alvarado suffers in prison for his people and his fellow priests. We also want to lift up Cardinal Zen, who is in uh, Hong Kong and is still suffering. And I'm unsure if he's been released from the hospital, but he was overcome with an illness. So we lift up these two giants who are suffering for their people and all, all Christians across the universe who are in prison now because they believe in Jesus and they want to spread the faith. So we continue to lift those mighty men of God, mighty women of God, the catechists all over the world. We lift them up so that the Lord will bless them, continue to stand right next to them, and give God glory. So today, our our guest is Nancy Majera. Are you there, Nancy? Hello, Loretta. Good to talk to you again. It is our privilege to have you today, Nancy. You are just such a mighty woman of God, and you are just welcome here anytime, Nancy. You just exude God's grace and blessing to everyone. And um, I'd like you to tell our listeners a little bit about the organization that you are um, with, HUB, H-U-B, His United Body. Can you tell us about a little bit about HUB? Sure. So back in 1994, meetings just spontaneously started to happen in our home where people started coming and um, asking us to pray for them. We started having Bible studies spontaneously, and uh, week by week it just grew and grew and grew until finally my husband said, okay, we just can't do this in our home anymore. There's too many people. And who are these people? And we didn't know. (laughs) And so we eventually started renting park districts and moved into hotels. And 
it's just been going ever since then. So that's what it is. And and like you say, it's his united body. Right. And um, look, go ahead. Well, no, I just have to say, uh, Nancy, I have to honestly tell you, I have been going to Hub for years. I mm-hmm. cried out to the Lord, there's got to be more. And he sent me to Hub. And one of the things that I find at Hub is everyone is so loving, so uh-huh. gracious. You are meeting God when you go into a Hub meeting. And, you know, the worship is fabulous. You do both. You're, you're creative. When you don't have a great band, you get together those good videos. And the Lord is truly present. But one of the things I, that I really must commend you on, I travel around to a lot of non-denominational speakers and events. And I have to tell you, um, as a Catholic, I feel so loved when I am in Hub the only other place where I have ever felt as honored at as I feel at Hub was at Randy Clark's. And uh, I have to tell you, you guys do a great job. You are safe mm-hmm. when you go to Hub. Well, thank you. You know, it truly is a, somewhat of a miracle that, so, you know, his united body, what that is, is first of all, we belong to him. You know, we are his and there's a supernatural unity yes. that is released in the meetings. And um, and that unity, you hear me say at every meeting, Loretta, yes. that unity is based on the finished work of the cross. That's where our unity, that's where our point of fellowship is. And I don't care where you're worshiping on Sunday morning or what denomination you're part of or affiliated with. The point of fellowship is, is your faith in the finished work of the cross? And if it is, you're part of the body, just like I am, and I'd lay down my life for you. Amen. And that's the message that I believe the uh, that St. Paul wrote about, that St. Peter wrote about, that um, there's to be unity in the body of Christ based on what Jesus has done, not the minor doctrines. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. We all believe in Jesus. We all love Jesus. We all know that Jesus died for us on the cross, and that is why we are going to live eternally with him. That's right. And, uh, you know, when you come together in a company of believers, it just, it changes your heart. Mm. You you know, you just, it's as if the hearts expand just to engulf each other in it. And, uh, you know, we are truly blessed that you and your husband, Hank, have started this ministry so many years ago. <laughs> and, you know, we're truly blessed that Hub is there. And I know it's not easy. I, I see, you know, I, you've got a new location for listeners that uh, don't know. They're at the mm-hmm. Hilton Doubletree at 5 o'clock on Sunday night. That's 1909 Spring Road in Oak Brook, Illinois. And for real easy directions, it's right across the street from Nordstrom's in Oak Brook. That's right, in Oak Brook. That's right, that's right. (laughs) And now, Nancy, we have to tell our listeners that you have another claim to fame. You and Hank should be the proud parents of one Lauren Majera, who was on our show, pretty much rocked it. It was great having Lauren here. She was wonderful and truly should have scheduled her for a whole hour because she was fabulous. Oh, good. Well done, Mom and Dad. She's a sweet gal. Isn't she? Very anointed. She is. Yeah. Very proud of her. 
And, you know, she talked about the favor of God, as I'm sure you mm, know, mm-hmm. that was just uh, just from Favor Fest. I, I just she had to come on the show after I heard her at Favor Fest. And it, she really is a blessing. And it was mm-hmm. a delight to have her here. So we wish Lauren and Nancy and Hank every good gift. And we're going to talk revival today. And it's really kind of exciting because how often have we cried out for revival? We, right. we want God to revive us. You know, when we're down in the dumps, when we're, you know, like Eeyore, oh, woe is me. <laughs> you know, we want to be different and we want to be rejoicing with Christ and we want to be uplifted. And so we revive me, oh Lord, revive me. And we've cried that for ourselves and for our church. And now what's happening? Revival. And you had an occasion. We've talked on this program before about Asbury. So um, why don't, can you just tell us a little bit about what's going on or was going on at Asbury these last sure. couple of weeks? Sure. So this is just my experience. You know, I'm a housewife sure. who went down there. I was hearing about revival. And I thought to myself, if God is doing a revival. I don't want to miss it. Right. Like it's a six hour drive from Chicago. Right. And, you know, it's a, a, a short road trip. And, you know, I think I'll just go on down there. Was I super hungry? No. <laughs> Honestly, I wasn't. In fact, I told the Lord, I probably should be more hungry for this than I am. If mm-hmm. I need to be more hungry, please give me that hunger. Mm-hmm. Like, hunger for the things of God come from Him, mm-hmm. um, so that we have nothing to brag about. And so, um, as I drove, and by the way, revival is such a buzzword right now, isn't it? Right. I heard that it is the third most popular word that was Googled a week ago. Praise God! I mean, it's on the hearts of the believers and the unbelievers. It's on the hearts of everybody. Like, is it possible that a God in heaven could revive somebody like me, who's not real thirsty, who's mm-hmm. not real hungry for the things mm-hmm. of God, who's actually, I'm I'm pretty content, I have a good life, mm-hmm. but is there more than what I'm experiencing right now? And so if there was any chance of it, like I said, I hopped in the car, drove down there with a friend of mine, and I was not expecting at all what I saw. So, of course, I mean, like you've heard in the news, you know, this is right. a town of, what, 6,500 people, and fifty to 70,000 people came crashing in on them. Right. I mean, the infrastructure just wasn't there. You know, you'd get near the town, mm-hmm. blocks away, and your car just didn't move. There was nowhere to go. Wow. Because it was just so many cars. You know, you go into the grocery stores, the shelves are empty. There's no toilet paper. There's no bottles of water. There's no food. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was, you know, the, the, the problems, right, the troubles of revival when it hits. And But as we um, got near the campus and, you know, we parked walked onto the campus, you could feel a a couple of things. And again, you know, I'm not a theologian. This is just my experience, you know, as a housewife. I went there, and you could feel the heavy weight 
of God. Praise God. And I don't even have vocabulary to explain that well, Loretta, other than it just felt thick in the air. Mm-hmm. There was a sense of expectation from so many people. And it was not all high school and college kids gathering mm-hmm. there. There were people from, you know, every age group, every mm-hmm. denomination, every race that were showing up, which, again, that unity, yes. that supernatural unity that only the Spirit of God can create, right? Right. And um, so there's this supernatural hunger for God and His presence that was being released. Mm-hmm. I experienced, and I think everybody else did as well. Um, there was um, the passing of time. I mean, <laughs> it was so, it was pretty funny and almost comical that you'd stand in line way longer than you'd stand in line at Disney World. But <laughs> some of our lines were six and a half hours. There was Whoa. a young man who came to Hub last week. Mm-hmm. Gay, his name is Gabriel. And Gabriel said, I can't even believe I stood in line. I think he said for 12 and a half hours he stood in line. Wow. This is a high school kid. Right. Eager to get into the presence of God. Right. I mean, that's unusual. I don't know about you, but that's not typical experience for the high schoolers I know. No, it's not. And um, so, but there was a supernatural energy. So I was trying to fly out of O'Hare, and it was the night that the storm hit. Mm -hmm. My flight kept getting canceled, uh, or it kept getting delayed. Finally, it was canceled, and Mm -hmm. I thought, I'm going anyway. I hopped in the car and went, and I was exhausted by the time I get there. And I sat in the pew, and these are hard, rigid, wooden pews. There's no cushions, you know, it's not... So you got into the chapel? I did, yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I sat down, I fell asleep for about seven minutes, and I woke up so revived, so energized, I just thought, what the heck just happened to me? <laughs> you know, I mean, it was so revitalizing. And I've been home about a week now, and that has not lifted. Praise God. Praise it, God. Yeah. I mean, I, and the, the gal that I was with, uh, she's an attorney, and she said the same thing. She said, what was it? Like, I just feel so revived. Mm -hmm. I feel like my mental capacities are so clear and I'm thinking clearly. So that was just our experience. Um, Some of the other things that we saw was, again, I I told the Lord before I went, Loretta, you're going to laugh at me about this, but I said to the Lord, I know they're doing a lot of repenting, Mm -hmm. but I can't think of anything to repent for. Like, I keep short accounts with God, mm-hmm. you know, like if, I, if I've done something, I'm, I'm quick to say to him, I'm sorry. But um, I told the Lord, if there's hidden sin, it's hidden from me. It's going to take the Spirit of God, you know, to reveal that to me. And, you know, the, St. Paul said, I don't even examine myself. That's, that's the job of the Holy Spirit to come and examine me. And while I was there, the Lord reminded me of something that I did back in 2016 wow. that I completely didn't even see it as sin. Wow. And, and it was like the veil was lifted from my mind, and I realized, oh, my goodness, that was wrong. It was sin, and I'm so sorry, God. I will never do that again. 
and and this sweet, not only repentance but no condemnation, just a realization of it was like the light was shining on my heart and showed me like a father would correct their child, right? Mm-hmm. It was like the Lord was saying, no, 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 that was wrong. This is what you need to do next time. And it was so tender. It was my first my first experience there with repentance that was, again, it was just the kindness of God mm-hmm. that, you know, Paul writes about in, in the book of Romans. It's the kindness of God that brings us to repentance. And it was his goodness and his love for me that was just being released in a way that I'd never experienced before. Wow. Well, Nancy, when we come back from our first break, I want to talk some more about that repentance and the importance of it and the different kind of repentance that's going on at Asbury. Uh, Right now, I'm Loretta Fralick filling in for Father Anthony on Winds of Change, the new EWTN Catholic radio voice for Chicagoland, WSFI Catholic Radio on AM 750 WNDZ. Tune in to Winds of Change on Friday, March 3rd. We will have guest host Mike Stark joining us, celebrating his birthday, and he will be talking about the Men of Christ. The discussion will include the upcoming Men of Christ Conference in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and to discuss this great opportunity available to all. He will be joined by co-founder and former NFL player Kevin O'Brien. Remember, Friday, March 3rd, tune into a very entertaining show. And if you do, you will not be disappointed. Be sure to listen. I'm Loretta Freilich, Winds of Change guest host, and you are listening to the Winds of Change. St. Stanislaus Koska Academy. St. Stan's is an exceptional private elementary school in Chicago, serving preschool, age three and four, pre-kindergarten, kindergarten, and first grades. We incorporate Catholic values and rigorous academic social-emotional learning, Chinese, Spanish, STEM, and more, providing our students with leadership and life skills to transform our world. St. Stanislaus Koska Academy is conveniently located one block north of Division on Noble, just off the Kennedy Expressway. To schedule your tour, visit Chicago.com. Org. Welcome back, listeners. This is Loretta Freilich, and our guest today is Nancy Majera. We're talking revival, and right now we're talking about uh, the spirit of repentance that is filling uh, Asbury and the people that come to that location. You know, Nancy, I was so struck by what you said. If if anybody had asked me, you're one of the kindest, lovingest persons I know. I wouldn't think there'd be anything to have to confess. Uh, mm. You don't seem mere mortal to me, pal. But uh, <laughs> And listeners, let me tell you, for all this, I'm just an ordinary housewife. There has never been anything ordinary about Nancy Majera. But moving on, what I'm, tr- what I'm so uh, enthralled by is... The, the repentance that's, that everybody keeps talking about at Asbury, it's not that, oh, God, please forgive us for all the murders that are happening on the south side of <laughs> Chicago. You know, it's not that. It's, oh, God, please forgive me for the way in which I've used my tongue that might be murderous. That's right. And it's a, it's a very personal repentance. It's people coming to get right with God. Did you feel that while you were there? 
Absolutely. You know, one of the difficulties about times of revival is each of us come to the plate with our ideas of what revival should look like, right? Right. We've either seen movies or we've read what God has done in the past. And I don't know if you've ever heard this, but um, I had heard back in 94, when the revival broke out there, that the greatest hindrance to the next move of God are the people who carried the last move of God, because they have in their mind, nope, you're not doing it right. It's got to look like this, right. you know. And I, I approach there with that same hesitation, Lord, don't let me judge this by what my idea of repentance is. And so when I went there, I had a pretty open mind, like, Lord, you can do anything you want. Yes. You're God, I'm not. <laughs> and so <laughs> whatever it is you want to do. And so the repentance that's being released again, it's revealing the kindness, the goodness of God, not only um, for between myself and God, but also between myself and my neighbor. Praise God. And I heard a beautiful interview of a girl, one of the students there, who said, I had my list of people I wouldn't talk to. <laughs> and the next thing I knew, as this wave of God's mercy was pouring out upon us, I found myself holding hands with them, praying for them, singing with them. And it was like the issues that we had just melted away. Mm -hmm. I mean, you talk about incredible peace. And so it's not just repentance, but it's also the freedom to forgive others. Wow. And that is such a critical piece in this hour. Yes. Because unforgiveness, you've, you and I have talked about this frequently over the years, unforgiveness can affect our, our bodies, for yes. example. Yes. Like how much of our sicknesses or our ailments or arthritis or whatever is possibly a result of unforgiveness in our hearts. And there's this, you know, it, the the title of your radio station, I love, The Winds of Change. Let me just prophesy, there is a winds of change that are happening over Chicago Amen. for this ability to receive the grace and the mercy of God as never before, and the ability to forgive those who have wronged us by His grace. And, you know, the Apostle Paul wrote about, you know, as you have been forgiven, that's how you're to forgive others. Amen. Well, how have we been forgiven? We've been forgiven completely, a hundred percent. There's you know, there's no issue to that remains because of what Jesus did at the cross. And I've been forgiven like that. Therefore, I have the um, not only the command from the Lord, but the grace to forgive the, the unforgivable. Right. And that is such a miracle for us to be able to experience. It's just a wonderful thing. The other things that that I would say that are being released right now in this hour with these winds of change that are happening is there's a, there's so many tears that are being released mm -hmm. and not necessarily just tears of sadness, but just tears of the presence of the Lord, enjoying the presence of the Lord. Um, you know, I've only been home a week, like I said, but 
I think I've cried more in the last week than I have my whole life. And I'm going on 70 years old. I mean, there's just a lot of tears. And it's almost like the tears are a washing of our spirits. It's just a supernatural thing that God's doing. Um, I would say also another fruit that I'm seeing is a clear understanding of the Word of God like never before. Wow. You know, I've, I've been, um, I went to uh, Catholic grade school, high school, college, and um, and I've walked with God for another 40, 46 years after that. And I'm opening up my scriptures, opening up the Holy Bible, and things are just popping out at me that are just so wonderful. And I thought, my goodness, those have been there all along. Who put those in there? <laughs> I don't think they were there last week, but there it is right now. Right. And things like in um, St. John wrote, you know, these things I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you could know you have eternal life. And I thought, are you serious? That's in my Bible that I could know I have eternal life. That's why he wrote these things. And it's just like revelation of what is truth that's been there all along. So thank you, God, for that. It's just so wonderful. Yes, and you know, I'm just so touched by all the things that are happening at Asbury Mm -hmm. that they've sparked, that the words of Scripture that keep coming to mind to me are, the prophets of old longed that they could see this day. I mean, when you think of what's happening and has spread from Asbury to others, to other college towns or, or groups, I mean, Talk a bit about what you saw as you sat there being overwhelmed by Holy Spirit. So what I saw surprised me, Loretta. Okay. What I saw, it looked like a hub meeting, to be honest. Nancy, that's what I thought when I started hearing and watching. It <laughs> did it look like hub. <laughs> because the, the supernatural presence of God was being poured out, and people were sitting there. Mm-hmm. Some of them had their eyes shut. Mm -hmm. They were communing with God. Some of them were standing, singing. Some of them were kneeling. You know, there was nothing overtly different. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, it was different for them, um, but it looked pretty much like what we embrace at the Hub on a weekly basis. Like, we pursue the presence of God. We go after and that's one of the earmarks of Hub is right. we say, come Holy Spirit, we want to enjoy your presence. We want to honor the Lord Jesus Christ. We want to bless our Father, our Heavenly Father. And 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 those are that's what we do with our time. Right. And and it's either through the teaching of the Word of God or prophetic release or intercession or um we spend lots of time, as you know, singing and in worshiping our God. But a lot of it is where, you know, where the Bible says, be still mm-hmm. and know that I am God. Amen. And what does that look like? It looks like being still. Wow. <laughs> it looks like just stop and settle down and just let the Lord pour into your spirit. So that's what it looked like from my perspective. Wow. Well, you know what's so exciting is that this is spreading to other uh, denominations, including uh, the Catholic faith. 
That's and correct. There are there there was a wonderful uh, our Sunday visitor article, which I don't know if you've seen online, but it talks about um, the pastor of St. Peter Claver Church in Lexington, Kentucky, and the chaplain at the Lexington mm. Catholic High School, and they were talking about how these round-the-clock sessions of prayer, praise, worship, and testimonials have blossomed, and it's including his students. And there were um, the, the part that was so amazing that I thought was that people are coming from all over. They're coming from Hawaii, Mexico, New Zealand, in Indonesia, and uh, that students kneeling uh, arm in arm, like you talked about the, the way you saw things, that that really was moving people's hearts as they came to be present. Yeah. Um, and now the the bad news, the reason that, uh, that I had given uh, you a call was um, my friend and I were going to go down to Asbury. And mm-hmm. I saw you on your Facebook page that you were there. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh, I'm so excited. I, there's somebody I know that I can ask about it. And I called you and you told me, as was later put in, out in the press, was they've canceled it except for the students. And mm-hmm. so maybe you could share a little bit about why that ended in the, in the chapel. And it really didn't end. It's just being closed off to just the students. That's correct. At this point, from what I understand, they're praying about where they could move it, if it is going to continue. Mm-hmm. So I spoke with Robert Slairdon mm-hmm. this week, who's a phenomenal historian. Mm-hmm. Um, he's written God's Generals, and um, you know he studies revival. And I talked to him, and he said, revival always spreads, because that, of course, was our big question. Is this transferable? Mm-hmm. Do I have to get a caravan of people and <laughs> trek on down to Asbury to receive this? And I would say an overwhelming no, you don't need to. This is being spread by the Word of God. This is Amen. being spread by faith for those who have experienced, and we are bringing it back to our locations. Right. So I think we... Do we take a break now? Because I'd like to talk a little bit about what my week has looked like to you. Terrific. We would love to take a break. In fact, your timing is perfect as always, Nancy. When we come back, we'll talk more Revival with Nancy Majera. Tune in to Winds of Change on Friday, March 3rd. We will have guest host Mike Stark joining us, celebrating his birthday, and he will be talking about the men of Christ. The discussion will include the upcoming Men of Christ Conference in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and to discuss this great opportunity available to all. He will be joined by co-founder and former NFL player Kevin O'Brien. Remember, Friday, March 3rd, tune into a very entertaining show. And if you do, you will not be disappointed. Be sure to listen. We are the students of St. Stan La Costa Academy, and you're listening to the Winds of Change. How long has it been since you have been to church? Busy schedule, work, or just lost interest? To be Catholic is not just merely attending Mass as just another weekend activity to be checked off the to-do list. Participation in the Sacred Liturgy gives you the opportunity to be intimately connected to Christ through the Holy Eucharist. You can also cleanse yourself of sin through the Sacrament of Reconciliation as a baptized Catholic. Come before the iconic monstrance to be in Christ's presence in the sacred silence of the Sanctuary of the Divine Mercy. St. Stanislaus Koska Church is open 24 hours a day, 
seven days a week. St. Stan's is just off the Kennedy, two blocks north of Division on Noble. Come back to Christ through the sacred liturgy and his gift of the sacraments at St. Stan's. Welcome back, listeners. This is Loretta Fralick, and our guest is Nancy Majera from Hub Ministries. And we are talking about Asbury and the spread of the revival. Now, Nancy, you had something that you wanted to continue on with. So, you know, during times of revival, this is what happens, in, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I've been studying historical revivals for, I don't know, a good four decades now. So, number one, the love of God, the love for God, is revived in the hearts of His people. As a result of that, prodigals come back to the faith. And then, unbelievers are drawn in. And as I'm leaving Asbury, Mm -hmm. as I'm starting to, you know, the drive home, I'm asking the Father, what do we do with this? Was this just for me? Was it just a revival for me personally? Thank you so much. If that's all it is, it was enough. And it's about midnight. Um, I'm somewhere in Indiana, and my phone rings, and it's a Lutheran pastor that I know. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not Lutheran, um, but a Lutheran pastor, you know, he comes to the sure. hub from time to time, because as you know, Different denominations, different pastors come to our meetings. Yes. And he called me and he said, I just saw on Facebook you you were at Asbury, and we started talking about what I was seeing and what I had experienced. And he said, do you think you could come to my church in the morning and share just what you saw? Just tell us the testimony of what you saw. And, you know, I'm looking at my watch thinking, I'm not going to get home till 2 or 3 in the morning. (laughs) But, you know, it's times of revival. And one of the things that I was experiencing was I thought, I know I received something from God, and I can hardly wait to give it away. Praise God. Because when we give away what the Lord has given us, it increases. It multiplies. Amen. that's my experience of revival from before. So I was, I didn't want to be presumptuous. You know, I was asking the Lord, is this something to give away? Is it transferable? I don't know, but the least I can do is share my experience. So I, I decided to go. And I'm just ex- sharing, you know, this is what I saw, this is what I heard, this is what I experienced. And all of a sudden, this dear Lutheran pastor, very conservative, very Orthodox mm-hmm. Church, he uh, takes off his shoes, lays prostrate on the cold linoleum floor, and starts weeping very gently. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching the Holy Spirit just fall on him and touching him, and it just began to spread throughout the room. And so I continued to lay hands on people. And one by one, people are just getting touched with the presence of God. Now, before it all began, he said to me, Nancy, you have about 30 minutes, maybe 35 minutes. This isn't a hub meeting. We don't go long. (laughs) (laughs) And four hours later, I said, I got to go. I have a hub meeting tonight. I got to get out of here. And I get to hub that night. So I haven't even been home 24 hours, and there's this crowd of people at the hotel, 
And I thought, oh, the hotel must have had a conference or something before we got here. And I realized they're there for Hub. Glory like, to God. People just started coming, and, and I said, what are you doing here? And they said, well, we heard you're going to pray at 530, and we want to be part of the prayer. and we, we want this impartation. We want you to pray for us. And so these people, I don't know who they were or where they came from, <laughs> but this crowd of people just showed up at Hub that night, and, and it was wonderful. Now, one of the things, like I said, that happens, in legitimate times of revival, is unbelievers are drawn in. And Loretta, there was a woman who came up to me that night and said, I don't know that I know God. I don't know that I'm going to heaven. How do you know this? And so I cracked open my Bible (laughs) and said, well, this is what the Word of God says, and continued to lead her to the truth that's revealed in the Word of God. And um, so one of the things that happens in the book of Acts, um, you know, St. Paul said that all were being healed as the Word of God was being spread. And it was one of the things that happened last Sunday night is a number of people started getting physically healed in the presence of God. Praise God. And, and I just thought, oh, my goodness, this is breaking out. This is the real deal. This is, this is actually happening. Praise God. So a couple other things that happened this sure. week that you're just gonna you're just gonna love. So, um, so let me, so the next day, um, my dentist called me and said, "Hey, we had a cancellation. <laughs> if you'd if you'd like to get your teeth cleaned, come on in." So I'm driving over there, and I and as I said, I've been asking the Lord, "Who should I be praying for?" You lead me. Do the divine connections. And as I'm driving over there, I thought of my favorite missionary in Mozambique. And um, yes. I, I called her, and she said, hello? And <laughs> I said, hey, this is Nancy. And she said, I can't believe you're getting a hold of me. I'm in the middle of nothing. And she said, are you okay? And I said, I am. But have you heard about Asbury? And she said, of course, but I'm telling the Lord, I can't get there. I'm in Africa. How do I get there? I don't know anybody who's gone there. And I said, well, that's why I'm calling you. And she said, the Lord is so faithful to hear my prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So I got to pray for her, and she just fell in a puddle of tears and just sobbing and weeping. Thank you, God, for the presence that you're pouring out upon me now. Yes. So I finally get to the dental office, and, and I'm just getting my teeth cleaned, right? right. You know, I have nothing major. The dental hygienist is in my mouth. She's about a third of the way done. And the doctor pokes her head in the office just to say, hi, thanks for coming in. Glad you could come. And I wave to her, hello, and kind of reach out my hand just to send a little hello to her with my hand. Sure. and. She takes my hand, and the Holy Spirit falls on the doctor, and she just falls in a puddle of tears. Thank you, Jesus. I needed this. I needed this so bad. And the waves of revival just started pouring over her. The poor hygienist looks at me and says, (laughs) I'll leave you two alone. (laughs) And I said, no, no, no. This is for you, too. That's right. This is for you, too. Well, the Holy Spirit falls on her. The two of them are sitting there 
on the floor just worshiping God with supernatural grace to be able to do it. And the presence of God was so strong, the peace of the Lord just fell upon them. And, I, you know, I just said, all right, I'll come back another time. And I, I just <laughs> left them. You know. it, and anyway, there was another woman who came. Um, so we have hub meetings down in Indiana as well, at, in Elkhart. And, and um, there was a woman who came to the meeting Friday night. I was down there. Mm-hmm. And she, when the meeting was over, she she was still crying. And I said to her, where are you going? Why are you leaving? Like, the Holy Spirit is all over you. And she said, oh, I can't stop crying. And I said, do you know what you're crying about? And she said, yes, my husband died. And I said, oh, I'm so sorry. And I said, how long ago did he pass? And she said, two years ago. I've been crying for two years. And Loretta, I thought about, so the the Sunday before, there was an African-American woman who was at our meeting Mm-hmm. who was also just crying. I held her for probably an hour just praying for her. And when the hour was over, she said, my husband died five years ago, mm-hmm. and I have had this incredible grief on me that I just have not been able to get rid of. And And I watched the Lord supernaturally just do this deliverance of, of I don't even have vocabulary for it. It's like an unnatural grief that the Lord just released in this healing of her heart. And so now I'm in Indiana, the same situation, and the Lord to just come and do the same thing again. And it's, I'm beginning to see the Lord is healing hearts of things that have not been able to be healed until this point. Praise God. And we're, this winds of revival, this winds of the Holy Spirit coming through in healing people, not only physically, because mm-hmm. we're seeing lots of physical healings, right. but also the emotional healings that we all need and, and long for. Thank you, Jesus. What an amazing, what an amazing connection to Holy Spirit and His healing. And, you know, um, we've talked about this before, Nancy, um, that this month, February, um, I don't think it's an accident that Asbury's breaking out because this is the 56th year of the Catholics celebrating the outpouring of the Holy Spirit on the students at Duquesne University in Pittsburgh. And it was it was the same. It's the same thing you're hearing from the students at Asbury that they just were they were they wanted to know more of the Lord. And so they had this retreat in order to bring themselves to the presence of the Lord and just have him break out over them. And what? And there were all kinds of disruptions. The water wasn't flowing and all kinds of craziness. And they were thinking of leaving, but they still were going to celebrate one of the uh, fellow students' birthday in the dining room. And okay. as each person left their room in this retreat house, they just felt compelled to be in front of the Blessed Sacrament in the chapel at the retreat house, the Ark and the Dove. And it was there the Holy Spirit fell on these young men and women who were seeking more of the Lord. The Lord gave his very best in the person of the Holy Spirit. Mm. And they traveled all over the United States, changing the life of the church. You know, mm-hmm. they ended up, you know, Pittsburgh is now, the Duquesne is now a hub 
of the charismatic renewal for Catholics in the archdiocese. It is also, it, it spread to Notre Dame University, Ann Arbor, down to Dallas. So it just, these students just took it and spread it all around. And so Holy Spirit, I know, is doing the same thing in this instance. And we are so grateful to God for this. We're going to go into our our last break, I promise. Okay. And when we come back, Nance, we're going to hear more. And hopefully at the end, you'll say a prayer over I'd our listeners. I'd love to pray. Oh, yes. I know you do. <laughs> this is Loretta Freilich with Nancy Majera on Winds of Change. Tune in to Winds of Change on Friday, March 3rd. We will have guest host Mike Stark joining us, celebrating his birthday, and he will be talking about the men of Christ. The discussion will include the upcoming Men of Christ Conference in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and to discuss this great opportunity available to all. He will be joined by co-founder and former NFL player Kevin O'Brien. Remember, Friday, March 3rd, tune into a very entertaining show. And if you do, you will not be disappointed. Be sure to listen. I'm Mary Fiorito, Winds of Change guest host, and you are listening to the Winds of Change. Sometimes it's tough to hear winds of change over the air. What with tall buildings, power lines, and other static. Now you can hear winds of change anywhere, anytime, or on any device. When winds of change is on the air, Monday through Friday, noon to one, go to ststandschurch.org. Scroll down to the winds of change tile and click on the listen live button or visit Winds of Change Facebook page to see the Listen Live link. Welcome back, listeners. I'm Loretta Freilich, and you're listening to Nancy Majera talk all about the Asbury Revival. You know what I thought was so interesting, Nancy, in what we learned um, over the last couple of weeks, when they invited, when Tucker Carlson announced that he was Mm -hmm. going down there, and the university called him and said, no, please don't come. This is not an event that we want publicized. This mm. is a movement of God. And, you know, all of your experience this last week that you talked about from the Lutheran pastor to the Elkhart event, it is. It's a move of God. Yes. Yeah. So when I was in Elkhart, by the way, mm-hmm. they... So those were Mennonites and Amish mm-hmm. that I was with, mm-hmm. and they are so hungry um, for what God's doing right now. And, you know, this is a time in history, unlike anything I've seen mm-hmm. um, in, in my few years, where there's a hunger for God like never before. Right. There's a hunger for what is the truth? And, you know, like I said, you know, we can just ask the Lord, I'm not sure about some of these things. Right. Can you reveal truth to me? And he's given us the written word of God. We live in a country where most of us have several Bibles on our yes. on our bookshelves that we can just crack it open, blow the dust off, <laughs> and say, come Holy Spirit. I don't know. But, you know, one of the jobs of the Holy Spirit is to teach us, the Bible says, the things that have been freely given to us. I love that, yes. that verse. Yes, the yes, things yes. that have been freely given to us, they've been given to us. Jesus paid for them at the cross, and we have access to them as we 
like I say, is we just start to open up our scriptures and read what it says, and He can put um, understanding in our spirits of what His uh, what He's trying to convey to us, which is just wonderful. Praise God! Praise yeah. God! And and you know, it, you you've, I'll never forget when I first went to um, prayer group. I don't know how many years ago when I first started going back to prayer group, my friend mm-hmm. invited me. Mm-hmm. I remember waking up and going, I was took a nap or something, but I was like, I need a Bible. Mom, mom, I need a Bible. <laughs> and my mother comes out with the family heirloom thing. Sure. That's what I started <laughs> with, too. It works. Oh, my gosh. And, I mean, the thing was so huge. Yep, and yep. it was, you know, ornate, golden. Yep. And I just said to my mom, oh, God, Mom, no one will believe I read that. <laughs> <laughs> So I did the same thing, Loretta. <laughs> My family Bible is huge, and but it says the same thing. It's it okay. Does. It works. It right? does. It works. <laughs> so for those of you that don't have 10 Bibles because you're so in love with Jesus, you look for every <laughs> translation of what he is saying to you. For those of you that don't have those 10 Bibles, go get that big thing. It does work, too. That, yeah, that's right. Blow the that's dust right. off the coffee table Bible and get it out until yes. you get a Bible that works for you. And like everybody yes. says, the best Bible is the one you will read. And mm. so go and get it. I never it. heard that. I like that. I'm going to yes. quote that. Please, and it's I yours. said it. Yep. It's yours, like Nancy. <laughs> yes. So it'd be the Passion Translation, the King James, the, you know, New Jerusalem, whatever it is that works mm-hmm. for you, that you will pick up and read. Yep. That's yep. the Bible. I started with my St. Joseph Bible that I got yes. at Sacred Heart. Yep. In high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yep. we did eventually find my high school Bible. So they didn't <laughs> think I was absolutely crazy. <laughs> but <laughs> tell us what you see happening next for Asbury. So for Asbury itself, yes. um, I you know, of course they are streaming it live stream. Okay, so um, we could still watch. Yes, you can watch it online. I think I think the presence that I experienced, I don't see that online anymore, to be honest. I think, you know, typically during times of revival, there's a beginning date and it wanes off. And from what I'm seeing, it's waning off there and it's building up, uh, it's building up in other areas. Okay. And so those, those embers that were received there, are spreading around to different countries, to different states, different cities, and it seems as though the Holy Spirit is waving um, his winds of change that are fanning the flames of revival in other places. Hallelujah that we live in Chicago, and it is definitely... It is definitely spreading here in Chicago as well. Praise God. So I would say save the gas. Don't even bother going down there get to places where times of revival are breaking out Praise and experience. God. But I'm not even sure you need to go to a location, mm-hmm. you know? Like, just find somebody who's experienced and let them pray for you, because it seems that it's transferable. You know, the kingdom Praise of God. God is word-activated. It is activated by our words, and so we want to use our words to transfer what God is releasing for this time and this hour of day. Well, Nancy, I want to decree and declare that the Holy Spirit is spreading to Hub Ministries in the Hilton at the Hilton Doubletree in Oakbrook, Illinois, that your 
transferring of the blessing of Asbury comes, and you share it so freely. Uh, when you prayed with me, I was so blessed and energized. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I just... I got revival excited again. You know, it's Thank one thing Jesus. to keep praying for revival, but it's another thing to feel, oh, yes, revival can come to me. Revival Amen. can come to this country, this city, this place, my family. It's, it's, it's another thing to be just enthused that you believe that there is revival. And so mm. I, as I'm calling you out. As you say, it's word activated, Nancy. Would you please pray for our listeners Absolutely. to experience revival? I would love to. You know, let me just say one other thing, if I can. Absolutely. Loretta, this is a revival that is for the ordinary person. This is a revival that is for people that, um, you know, you know, may have been casual about the Lord in their lives in the past, mm -hmm. because He's going after every heart, every single soul, and He will meet you where you're at. He's a God who is ever-reaching. He's not angry at us. Right. He has been satisfied by what Jesus did on the cross as the satisfactory sacrifice for our sins, so He's no longer angry. I just posted something yesterday. Mm -hmm. He's for you. He's not against, against you. you. He loves you. Right. He is drawing you. He is for you, and he wants to hear the sound of your voice. Right. He wants you to know his voice. He wants right. to be your friend. So having said that, Father, we thank you that um, we can come to you with just a little bit of hunger. <laughs> and it's enough, and that you can multiply the little bit of hunger, you can make us more hungry for you. So I pray, God, for the listening um, heart of everyone hearing the sound of my voice, that you would increase that hunger for you, and that you would satisfy that hunger, God. Father, I pray for those who are stuck, either in relationships or they're stuck in their job, or they feel stuck in any way that your holy oil would pour out upon them, you would unstick them, and that you would release freedom to them in their lives in as only Jesus can do. And, Father, we pray for this grace that you're releasing to be able to, um, in a holy, unreligious way, just repent. I'm sorry. Oops. Forgive me, Lord. Thank you for um, for releasing repentance and the ability to forgive the unforgivable. Thank you, Lord, that you've forgiven us for all of our sins so that now I can forgive others the same way. And Father, I pray for a fresh revelation of the love of God to be released to every listener of my voice, every Catholic in Chicago. Lord, we bless the Catholic Church in Chicago. We bless our Catholics. And, Lord, we say that these are people who are um, searching after you. They are dedicated to knowing you. And so, Lord, we ask for a fresh revelation of your love, a fresh revelation of the goodness of God, a fresh revelation of just how wonderful you are and how glorious heaven will be because they are included. We ask, God, that there would be no fear um, in as we approach revival, but instead we would realize this is a sweet kiss from heaven that's being released. We say, come, Lord, 
Come, may, as it says in, um, in the scriptures, may we know the kisses of you. May we know just how loving you are. So we say, come, Lord, come give us new revelation, new understanding of what is the truth. We thank you for all these things. Thank you, God, that what was is over. This is a new day. I proclaim that over Chicagoland. This is a new day. This is a day where we will be changed into the city of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. Thank you, Lord, for the supernatural unity that is being released over Chicago. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, Nancy, it has been just a privilege to have you today to talk about this sweet kiss from heaven. And that's our Holy Spirit. And that's what's being poured yeah. out at Asbury. Yes, that's right. what you are pouring out over us now. I thank you for being so gracious with your time that you would come and bring us the love of Jesus and the experience that you you felt so spiritually the holiness of it was just evident in everything you say and so i just return that gift of that beautiful prayer that you prayed over all the listeners on our show but that it also falls on all the hub attendees and anybody who is looking to experience the love of god um in a special and unique way can head over to the meeting every sunday night at 6 p.m at the Hilton Doubletree, 1909 Spring Road, Oak Brook, Illinois. And if you'd like more information about Hub Ministries, you can go to their presence online, which is H-U-B-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-I-E-S.org. And at Hub Ministries, you will learn more about Nancy and, and her husband, Hank, who have been doing this incredible ministry to God's people for two decades, and you will totally be blessed. And um, in fact, everyone at Hub will bless you. It's just a marvelous experience. Mm. And there's so much joy there that it's truly, as Cardinal George used to say, joy is a sign of the Holy Spirit. And so when you experience that joy, you know you are in God's presence. And that joy is evident at Hub. You will be blessed. And so if you'll give our best to your darling daughter, Lauren, who is fabulous. (laughs) And Nancy, thank you. I really am so grateful to God to know you, to have been blessed by Hub, and to be blessed by you coming on the program today. I love you dearly, Loretta. And I, again, extend a warm welcome to all of our Catholic friends. Praise God. We'll be there. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Nance. Bye now. Bye. Listeners, we've been listening to Nancy Majera from Hub Ministries. We've been so blessed by her presence today, particularly talking about the Asbury Revival. I encourage all of you to go online and see how the Asbury Revival is changing the lives of individuals, how young, all denominations, especially Catholics. There's a wonderful article uh, from the Our Sunday Visitor, Jesus Was Right Next to Me. And Asbury Revival sets Catholics on fire with the Holy Spirit. Check it out at Our Sunday Visitor. I'm Loretta Fralick, and I will be back with Mary Fiorito next Monday on Winds of Change. God bless you. So sit on the fence, can you see? Can you see? Can you see the winds?
The shell appears strong, but the inside is right. It's time to be stirred. The time is now. The winds have changed. Read the signs. No time.